Alex Simmons. Huh? Alex what? Simmons. Who? Alex what? Simmons. What? Say it again. There's a Chris Ryan from his quarantine. According to you, Alex Simmons, in your quarantine. <laughs> I'm, I'm going here. out the two. to many others in their quarantine. As On. We continue the adventure, the journey, the weirdness. The quest. That is coronavirus 2020. Yeah. I am not making light of it, but it is a stunningly weird time, and none of us would have predicted. Well, wait, the, excuse me, I'm sorry. The, the medical scientists did, in fact, predict this months ago. Um, and some of the sci-fi people predicted yeah. it years ago. Years ago. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, many, many, many moons ago. Were most of us paying attention? Nah. Well, yeah, we always figured it would happen on another planet or in another time, you know. Yeah, well, now, you know, it, this is really a unifying time. Because we're seeing now that most of the globe... Most of humanity doesn't pay attention. Most, you know, right? We don't. And it's, it's, I think if anything comes out of this uh, positively, it'll be that, oh, this stuff matters. And, and we have to be uh, uh, aware, right? A lot of the people, a lot of unsung heroes are going to come out of this with a lot more respect, right? Uh, Scientists and medical people who warn of impending doom, people will now sit up straight. Shut up. What are you saying? Yeah. Right? I, you know, I gotta I, tell you, I, I'm hoping you're 100% right. I'm going to swing just slightly in the other direction. I'm not a pessimist, but, you know, I'm going to ring that realist bell of mine. And I'll say that humanity has remarkable, absolutely astounding superpower to forget in 20 years. I'll tell you what. This is, this is scarring us in such a way that it may last longer. Okay, 21. Here's why. Here's why. Let me explain. Uh, little kids, they can't go to the zoo or to the movies or on play dates. <sighs> That's going to scar them. Teenagers mm. Mm. can't go hang out. 20-somethings were out in the bars until the governor said, we will kick your ass. <laughs> Stay home or we're going to arrest your ass, which is amazing. If you didn't see the Governor Cuomo of New York, boy, that guy, that's a speech that's going to be remembered. I'm not, you know, I, I'm a big fan of his father back in the day. Mm. You know, but I'm not in New York now, so I don't get to pay a lot of attention to him. But I took notice of that. You know, that's kind of, you know, that was a Teddy Roosevelt kind of thing, you know, or FBI kind of thing. We want to take him. out of here? By the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is Alex Simmons over here. I'm Chris Ryan. Welcome to Tell the Damn Story. We just jumped in and started telling the damn story. Yeah, well, we're telling this story anyway. My, yeah. my, I wanted to say one other thing. Go ahead. One other thing. The say other it. group, uh, there's a couple other things. Medical profession and all those people working in emergency rooms and working all these that are swamped now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people are re recognizing, oh, they're 
they really are that first line of defense when when right. this kind of craziness helps. I <coughs> allergies, and I did the foolish thing and drank some dairy today. I have been avoiding it, so don't worry about it. I'm okay. Um, Thank you for letting us know. because well, you know, oh, and that was it. We heard the cough, and then the show went solo. No, I'm gonna be fine. Everything's okay. <laughs> um, I was cold. I know. I don't mean to be insensitive. I'm sorry. You're not being. Sometimes you, you're being. Sometimes you're you whistle friend. across across the graveyard, right? But I think um, medical, yes, and uh, uh, police as things get crazier. And then about two weeks from now, when everybody is really hairy and all the nails need to be done and the eyebrows need to be, all of those services, we're like, I can't believe we miss them so much, right? But as soon as the homeschooling started, you know, the distance learning where the parents had to supervise all that stuff, all those parents were like, this is what, wait a minute, teachers do this with what, 12, 20, 30 people in a room? <laughs> the perception of teachers has changed. And that's a good thing too. So I'm not saying I prefer this. I wish it didn't happen. But uh, I've been spending a lot of time trying to look for um, positives, you know. And they're out uh, there. Pandemic pluses, right? I've yeah. sent you, I uh, put on wow. our uh, Teledam Story uh, Facebook page. Yes, it is out there. You can like it. Uh, I've shared uh, a blog series I'm writing mm -hmm. about things that I'm rediscovering or things that are giving spirit uh, a boost or, or keeping us going, you know, and it has so far involved uh, reading. Um, uh, uh, kindness from um, a famous author that I, I neither deserved nor expected. Um, music and um, cleaning. <laughs> oh, and oh, cooking. Yeah. Well, we we the, the house get, um, food. Yes. <coughs> excuse me. We couldn't get a um, particular dish because the restaurant is closed down. So we attempted it ourselves. Yeah. Um, but all of it is, each one is about, you know, you can do this, you can keep up. This, these are different ways. You can fight pandemic blues. You can, you know, push back against the... Uh, the nuttiness? Yeah. Some people are nutty. Some people are feeling strain, stressed. Other mm -hmm. people are starting to succumb to depression. And, and this is my way of... Um, of pushing back and saying, here, here's here's something you can hope that can remind you that wow. there's good wow. stuff it's right in your right in your own room, uh, right in your own house. I have to give credit where it's due. This was not an original idea. I have been reading Brian Keene's um, pandemic diaries. Uh, he's in day eight now, and you can go to Facebook Brian Keene and you can find it there or his website or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's doing a much more uh, diary day to day life. Um, it, he's, he's a, a great horror author and, um, it reads, it, it, it could, you know, read as a memoir, but it could also read if, if this wasn't actually going on, it would feel like a, a fiction novel, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, um, I, but very, very honest what's going on and, you know, you all that. Me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, what are you saying? 
I've thrown a couple of questions at you and you hadn't responded. So, so I think like this. So ask me a question. No, I just simply said you you were talking about it could read like a fiction piece, and I said you mean something like I am legend. Well, you know, especially like that opening where mm-hmm. uh, uh, I forget the character's name, but he's in the house, you know, and yeah. the danger is outside, you know, right? And when he has to venture outside, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I'm talking uh, about. Yeah, yeah, those very much so. And um, and Keen's taking it very seriously. He's got the gloves and the mask and all that stuff, and um, he has co-responsibility uh, for his 11 now 12 year old son and. That's a very interesting element, and um, it's if you haven't read it, Brian Keene, K E E N E. It's it's a more serious uh, take, but engaging. And mine, I I, I just keep skewering towards uh, the fun, you know. Although his is, is man, I can't wait to read each you know each day's stuff. So that's one of the let first me, things. Let I me do. go back. So, let me go back to so that this. This doesn't weigh all on that side. Your blog is, what is it called, and where can they find it? Chris Ryan writes. Uh, you can find it on my Chris Ryan or Christopher Ryan author page or tell, uh, on Facebook or on Tell a Damn Story Facebook page. Um, my Twitter, Chris Ryan writes at Twitter. Chris Ryan writes. Uh, I don't think these are showing up. Well, you can get them if you go to my website, chrisryanwrites.com. You can get them off the Twitter or, or one of the other things. But the blog that's on there is not the one I'm using. It's not working. So this blog one is on Twitter is the one that you're not using? No, yeah. The, no, the one on my, my webpage, my is, website. Is, is not, yeah, that's not. You, no, you get it, get it on. It's a uh, WordPress, Chris Ryan Writes, okay. uh, on Twitter, on Facebook. There okay. you go. There we go. There you go, man. You can get it. Tell the damn story. Tell the damn story. Yeah, I hear it's a pretty good Facebook page, bro. You know, you can check it out. (laughs) He's been in the house way too long. All right. You know, I I come here with some energy for you, and this is what I get. Okay, so listen. So so here we are, folks. Here here we are. As you can tell, we've we've been here now for a while. Here we are. and, and Chris, I, you know, again, you were saying that your your blog on on the whole Corona experience is you're trying to find a lighter side, or at least you know a more upbeat, uh, positive, inspirational, or amusement or distraction from right, right, right. the grind. And I I think that that's all good. By the way, this is not a a coronavirus episode. By the way, folks, we're just no, it is not. dealing with the realities around us as we're going into our own subject. But um, one of the things that you know. I was uh, I was given a, a link to because people are sharing a lot of things. You said this earlier. People are sharing. They're sharing information. They're they're finding ways to use the web to to share uh, experiences, to to inspire, to distract, you know, in a positive way, uh, to maybe make a living because you know some some businesses have had to shut down temporarily or whatever. And people are going, okay, how am I going to make my living? How am I going to keep this going? So there's a lot of inventive thinking going on around this. And when you mentioned the word depression, you know, that's one of the things that I just wanted to, to touch on and say that, you know, it's real. You know, when, when something like this comes and it hits people and it throws everything that you knew as normal into a cocked hat, uh, we, we respond to it in different ways. And, and, and sometimes we move through those ways. We don't stay in one place, but we move through these various experiences. But I think also when we get stuck in a negative place, we need to look for those things that help pull us out of it. 
that shine some light on, okay, here's how you can deal with it. Here's what you can do uh, to, to, to make you feel better about yourself or the situation. Or here's what you can do proactively to distract and to encourage, maybe to build yourself up. So one of the things we're going to do today is, is, is talk about that from a creative writing standpoint. But the other thing I was going to say is, you know, you and I had this conversation way back during uh, a politically intense time period. And, you know, folks, be careful what you take in. And I don't mean just who breathes on you or whether or not your dog licks you, which they say now the disease doesn't pass from human to dog and vice versa. But be careful about the material that, you you know, what you're reading, what you're watching, what you're you're focusing on when you listen to things or when you when you, uh, you know, go through Facebook or whatever, because it's it's clear as all daylight. The more negativity you take in, the more sorrowful, upsetting, distressing things that you take in, the more impact that has on you and your state of mind and your despair and all that does affect your health. They're not separate entities. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, you need to Try and balance it, you know, aside from what you eat and, and getting enough rest and all of that, you know, and you, if you do the mask or whatever, try and take in as much positivity as you can, um, you know, read, write, talk, you know, stay in touch with people and all that. But definitely from your day to, for your day to day, try and, and keep that balance if you can, you know, just, just take a moment, breathe, take in some positivity. And on that note, uh, Chris and I were, are going to do a little something today. Uh, for those of you who are of the creative bend, um, in terms of writing or creating some sort of story, you know, which you can, you know, people can tell stories verbally as well. But we thought we would do a little something, uh, sort of like an improv creating storylines. You know, because Chris and I have been doing writing and creating stories for plays and books and comics for a number of years. And I would say that we're pretty good at it. You know, I would, I would say that. Wouldn't you say that, Chris? Uh, I would leave that for others to judge. Uh, <laughs> that's not what he says when the mic's not on. Okay. Damn right. Yeah. Oh, so, I'm the best. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I am. No, anyway, uh, so we're going to do this little game here. <coughs> and, and again, you guys can do this at home. You can do this online, you know, with, with others. Yeah, this is all doable. Uh, we're, I, you know, we didn't even give it a title, did we? No. So this is going to be like um, Tell the Damn Story Feud, TTDS Feud, or, or some other game-challenging thing where we're going to see... Improv. Improv. We're going to see what we can come up with. Like, you know that a, old improv... With a lit challenge. improv story. Oh, go ahead. Wait, uh, Chris, go ahead. Because I'm cutting you off. Go ahead. You know that old improv show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Ah, yes, yes. With Drew Carey, so, was it? Yeah. And the guys? Was, whose story is it anyway? Yes. Except <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to bounce off of each other's lines. We're going to bounce off of, you're going to give me something. i got to run with it. Oh, I thought we were bouncing off each other's lines. Ah, oh, God. That, that would be even more complex. So. Which one? You want to do both? All right, let's do the first round your way and, and see where it goes. Okay, so I'm going to give Chris uh, a genre and a topic, and we're going to see where he goes with that. The idea is How much time do I have? Uh, you know what? We didn't set that either, so why don't we do it this way? Why don't we say, uh, I give you the genre and the topic, and you have five minutes to come up with a plot concept. 
That's a lot of dead air. How about? Uh, oh, I didn't about, say you'd be talking. You can talk through it. How about thirty seconds to a minute? Okay, but like I said, you can talk through it. But that, right, if right. that's what you want to do, it fine. Let's see what happens. I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to give you a minute. I have my timer. Uh, okay, the genre is western, and the topic or theme is revenge. Go. All right, so we're out in, uh, I guess let's go with Arizona. I know a little tiny bit about Arizona. We're in the heat, uh, the dry desert lands of Arizona. It's a small town. And some bad folk come in. And they, uh, they were tearing up the, the one saloon that we have. And the sheriff came. And he's got two deputies. One is uh, he's a big, burly guy. 14 seconds. Sheriff's a little older. Sheriff's a little older. He's got uh, some years on him. He's uh, about 59. Five seconds. Uh, he's got, uh, well, you, to get the story going, I don't think I have to do the whole thing in 60 seconds. Uh, nope. As long as I'm going now. But that's uh, 60 so he's seconds. A big burl uh, we got the older guy. We got the big burly deputy and the second deputy is a dwarf <laughs> and they just have you know they feel badly for him so you know they let him hang around and he does paperwork and that kind of stuff but on this day the three outlaws that are breaking up the bar well the sheriff takes care of one with his six gun and the big burly guy after the other two, well, they cut him in half with a shotgun. And then they get the old man down on his knees and put that same shotgun still hot from killing a deputy. They put that in the sheriff's mouth and they pull that trigger. But they won't take dwarfs seriously. And they kick them and they toss them. They slide him across the bar and he falls behind the bar. Where the bartender keeps his own sort of shaka. Dwarf takes that cup, climbs up those cases of beer. And he gives them. Western justice, all three, before they can re retaliate. He gets revenge for his fallen heroes. Okay, thank you. And in, 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 in reward, they make somebody else completely different, the sheriff, and they stiff <laughs> him. <laughs> You're mean. Well, it's it's Western. Yeah. Okay. So I I probably didn't explain this. I thought we 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 talked about this via texting back and forth, folks. But I think I, I left out a couple of details. So again, the idea is you have a certain amount of time to come up with a plot, 
and then a certain amount of time to, to refine the characters, and then a certain amount of time to outline the story. So that we're showing the creative process. So what Chris just did within three minutes did a whole story. Well, it's a rough draft. That's, yeah, I tend right. to tell myself the story. And then if we're going to talk about the process from there, well, I still have to name them. Yeah. I still have to flesh them out physically, give them some backstory. Uh, I, we don't know who the bad guys are. We don't know why they're there. We don't know what, you know, they're just very generic bad guys. So I would still have to develop that. Um, and I would have to give us uh, a reason to root for the dwarf, who horribly, I don't even have a name for the dwarf, you know? So, uh... Michaelito yeah. Loveless. <laughs> no, no, that's been taken. <laughs> for those of you who don't know the old series Wild Wild West, Michael Dunn was a great actor, though. Right yeah, now. I'm, you know, I'm thinking more Pete, uh, uh, Pete Dinklage, you know. Oh, okay. I've never seen him do a Western, but uh, it would be, it would be fun. Um, well, there are others out there too deserve work, but you know. Um, so so there's still a lot to do, um, and I think there's that backstory where the sheriff and deputy took mercy on this guy who, you know, the West is a hard place and it would be harder for someone with uh, that, that life challenge. And for them to help him gain some uh, dignity and respect in the town, that would, that would endear us to the sheriff, the deputy, and would explain this guy's determination to avenge them. Now, we can also go in the other direction. I'm not saying we should, but I'm saying, you know, just so you know that you have options when you're developing these things, it could have also been that the dwarf or this, this little person character um, was not taken seriously enough. Maybe the sheriff, you know, basically said, you know, we're all people and everything. I, I can give you a job at, 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 the, at the office here, but as a deputy, come on, really, you know, but he let him work around the place. Maybe, you know, he... he in charge of the keys and things like that. Maybe the other deputies never looked on him, or the other deputy didn't look on him with any great respect and whatever. And then he himself, because one of the things you do, and you mentioned this about developing characters, you know, what is the, the inner conflict of each character? And so if you have a character who, who wants to feel accepted, isn't being accepted by his peers, and has doubts himself, then you have a double whammy going on when these bad guys come to town. And of course, Chris, as he said, would establish all these different backdrop backgrounds and so forth and motivations. So that when this all goes down, the next thing that happens, you know, you know the same way you laid it out, the fight and everything. But when this deputy, when this little deputy comes forth to deal with it, it affects the audience differently, it will affect the town differently and will affect the character differently. So the path to choose for your characters is key in terms of what message you want to send with your stories. And, and I think there's a, there's even a middle ground where we take the badge off him. He is a hang around the, the sheriff's office kind of place. You know, they let him do paperwork so they unofficially deputize him so they can kind of take advantage of him in that way. Mm. They let him hang around. And when they, he, you know, when someone 
from the town comes running in. Sheriff, the so-and-so is busting up the saloon. The sheriff and deputy run out, and he tags along and all the way through, all the way to the saloon. I say, get out of here, get out of here. You know, this is not, this is not a job for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he wants to help somehow, and then he becomes the butt of jokes. And even the townspeople, you know, as they always have snickered at him, now they're laughing out loud. Mm. But yeah. when when all of it's taken and they're they're robbing the whole place and taking the women or whatever and it's bad, then rises this guy, you know, and you know, no one counted him for anything, that kind of stuff. But this is the you know, I again I believe in the power of rewrite. And mm-hmm. you, know, you know, you tell your story the first one and then you walk around and you chew on it and you know, you let it live in you, and you live with it, and um, different potential come out. And, and again, this is a time. You know, everyone's in the house. Everyone's on quarantine. This is the time to play. You know, if you had never written a story, but you want to, we 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 didn't hold it too precious. We just threw an idea out, and then you showed how it could go another way. And you know. Just and that's 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 another thing too is is not being afraid to just like you said let it let it out let it just put it down you even let, you your phrase is let it suck I don't know if that's your original phrase you got that from somebody but yeah, I don't just, remember yeah just let it happen let it happen and if you don't take it beyond that level because you're not trying to sell it or whatever that's fine but if you want to play with it look at all the possibilities and you're your you're the only audience right now. You know, you're you're developing this world, and that's that's a really cool feeling. And I will also say, uh, yeah, we got the time. The other, I know a number of people are saying, and I find this funny because I'm I'm doing it a little bit myself. Is oh, now I've got time to read such and such. Or I've got time to watch the binge watch such and such. And that's true. I think it's a good time to catch up on some things that are already there that you haven't been able to. But it's also a good time to create something that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know, so take advantage of it. You know, there's more than one thing you can do to help you through this time period. Okay, it's your turn, Chris. Do get, get. All right. Let's see what happens. Hmm. Okay. Um, romance. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Sci-fi. Sci-fi romance. Uh, interspecies. Ooh. Fate of the universe hangs in the balance. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <coughs> um. Okay. Um. How much time do I have to come up with just the plot? Seven hours. Seven. <laughs> right. Let's, um, let's uh let's let you think for a couple minutes and I'll talk to people about something else. Cool? Yeah, well you can do that or you know, you can you can, I, I just meant since we're timing it, what what do I have? Two minutes? Well much what did you give me? When I come up as I'm coming up with a plot, I'll talk through it. I'm just saying okay. What did what did you give me? What time did you give me? I started out with one. You took three. But right, you so took there you go. The whole thing. One to three. One to three minutes. Okay, so I'm gonna clock it at three, 
And I'm going to start this thing right about now. Okay, so it's uh, interspecies romance, sci-fi, fate of the universe. No pressure, right? Okay, so um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it, it's 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 in the future, but not way way in the future. It's in the future. We have off-planet travel, but it's predominantly um, it's it's industrial. Mostly, it's it's work out there. Less, uh, less, less. You know, less of people moving to create new colonies and all that kind of stuff. It's it's um, mining material. It's it's some exploration, um, looking for minerals and things that might be useful to us on Earth. And uh, as as usual, it's uh, the people who have these kind of jobs are are for the blue collar or 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 you know laborers in that sense and so we have um a, a woman who uh, has a family to support because her husband was injured at his job on earth and is uh, um, disabled so the kids are with the husband she's got to work she's towing the line uh several planets from from here and um they discover she discovers by accident uh, while she's she's working in this whatever this mountainous region on this planet she discovers that there really are uh, beings that live on this planet that remain hidden from humans for the past two years that they've been there and she discovers this because this thing saves her life it is um, bizarre in appearance I don't know what that appearance is right now but it's not totally humanoid in appearance. And it doesn't communicate in, in, in our language, uh, but because it at least did something that benefited her, saved her life, she doesn't see it as a total threat, but she's also not thrilled about it. Um, okay. But each day that she goes out to work, um, she knows this thing is tagging along somehow or somehow keeping her company or watching her. And then one day, while she's out working with some of these other people, they discover um, a chamber and an odd device, which they accidentally set in motion, and they realize somehow through the indications of this thing that it's totally destructive on a planet or possible multi-planet level, which means the place they're on is gonna be destroyed and the wave from this could go out and wipe out everything within whatever the distance is that it's gonna cover. I don't know what that distance is yet, but mm -hmm. billions of lives are now at stake and somehow she eventually realizes that this creature and her have to somehow work together to find out the source of this thing and find out how to stop it. Very cool. Uh, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. And I just, that's three minutes right there. Okay. That is beautiful. So um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting was if, if you notice Alex just would and then and you know he would just get to the, the end of one sentence and push himself to the next sentence uh, it sounded to me like there was a like an internal what if going on continually you know? <laughs> uh, uh, which was pretty cool really pretty cool and and that you know i mean that's part of the game right Absolutely. what if what if this and and allow it to happen you know what would you do what do you think you would do taking that you know, a little bit of uh, a sketch of a story, right? What do you think you would do next with something like that? How would you, what would your process be in developing that for it? Well, you know, it's, it's funny too, because um, gender 
jumped at me at, at one point. I didn't start out with a gender in mind. And um, I, I'm seeing something multicultural. That sort of flashed in front of my eyes. And then something about the relationship between her and the husband flashed, but I didn't have any kind of a clear image. So I think the, one of the first things I would do is go back and get to know her and what's mm -hmm. her family situation. What are the relationships about life, whatever. And, and most importantly, who is she and what is driving her? What is she? I, I, I instantly knew that she cared about her kids, but mm -hmm. with a lot of other stuff, it felt like there's so much more to her and it's unrequited, it's unfulfilled. She's doing this job because she has to. This is mm -hmm. not her dream job or her career or, you know, um, I don't see her as uneducated, but I think there was some limitations there and not necessarily, she's not necessarily happy about it. So there are things about her that I would want to formulate more. And while I was focused on her, I would also be thinking about, because notes will come to you, ideas will come to you in fragmented pieces. What is this device? Uh, what is this creature that she's encountered? What is that about? Where does the romance fit in? Because, you know, there's, there's not only if they're going to somehow, you know, feel strong uh, a bond or feel uh, affection for one another, on what level? And, and is, it, is it the romance we think of? In other words, right. you know, will it become, you know, the couple kind of thing? Or is this some other sort of bonding that can happen between these two entities? And, and is that, in effect, one of the things that leads to solving the problem, assuming they can solve the problem. Uh, assuming. Yes. Um, that, that's not guaranteed. Right. Uh, a couple of things that jumped out at me was, one, if the um, handicapped husband um, is home on planet Earth and she's in space, I mean, if you go out in space, you're in space for a long time. Mm -hmm. I mean, there might be a possibility that just a pure distance is is putting a strain beyond romance's you know capacity. Mm -hmm. um, also, it's stressful being out there, and to add on, they have, find themselves having to step up because the world and our universe are at risk and she has to rely on I noticed that he kept saying it for the alien and although that's a, probably a wrong word she'd be the alien on this planet he'd be the, mm -hmm. it would be the natural thing uh, but the thing about indigenous other, life form yes <laughs> the indigenous life form uh, was that I, because you kept saying it I kind of got a feel of um, it being gender fluid. Mm. So that, you know, there might be aspects of both, but there's no, you know, not necessarily the their definition of gender. Right. They may not have a de definition for gender. It may be something that's more earthly than, than in this planet. And like you said, there might have to be some kind of union, some kind of uh, 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 bonding of them, sharing of energies of them, 
mm-hmm. uh, interlocking, if you will, to mm-hmm. get what needs to be done done. And, and that becomes an intimacy that doesn't have to be, you know, the One character stooping almost pornographic <laughs> sex uh, that, you know, a rated R movie would be like, all right, now they have to kiss and fall on the bed. Yeah, look at the length of that tongue. My God, female must be topless, and and all that baloney. This might be an entirely different kind of intimacy. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, which is pretty fascinating. In a romance novel, you know, like a Barbara Cartland kind of thing, or some of the others that exist, uh, there's a formula, and I'm not knocking it. I'm just simply saying, like anything, there's a formula that the readership, the fan base, comes to expect, and and we on the outside of that. Okay, well, you know, there's a good-looking guy, pretty girl, blah, 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 blah. And we expect certain things to happen. Whether we want to read that kind of stuff or we're, we're like, addicted to it. I think that when you're creating, and especially in this, this time in our lives, and depending on, you know, where you, the, the, the creative, come from, there are all kinds of possibilities here that, you know, going with the traditional is not mandatory. You know, you have options. You have as you called it a moment ago, you know, the thing that I like to do, the what if. What if? You could roll right up to, yes, and he kisses it. Wait a minute, what if? And boom, off in another direction, just to explore it. You can always come back to, you know, the safe old spot. But what if, you know, that happens and that moves in that direction? And I think of I think of a couple of, while you were talking, I thought of a couple of science fiction films that that play with that. Uh, in their own way. The, the One of them is uh, Enemy Mine, M-I-N-E. Right, right. With Lou Gossett Jr. and one of the, it's not the Bridges, it's the other uh, family. Uh, it's not Jeff Bridges, it's not, oh, geez, I can't remember the other. There's like two or three brothers who are all actors. No, no. Anyway, it'll it'll come to me. Maybe I'll look it up while you're you're talking. But <clears throat> in that, two different species... And they're enemies, <clears throat> pardon me, I swallowed wrong. They're enemies, and when they eventually, in order to survive, become, shall we say, partners in the, the effort to survive, um, one of the, the, the human character finds out that the alien character, who is male for all intents and purposes, in his species, they have the children. They, they each, you know, his species right. can't have children without intercourse. So, you know, and there, there's things here on Earth that do that. Um, so that was a whole... Hey. Yeah, that was a whole nother twist. And then, <laughs> and, um, what was it? Uh, uh, the, the Quest movie with uh, Tim Allen. Uh, oh Galaxy God. Quest. Yes, Galaxy Quest. There's that relationship between the character played by um, Shalhoub, Tony Shalhoub, and the alien who took, takes on a human form when they first meet but when they realize they're attracted to each other and she sort of lets go of her illusion, she's this gelatin tentacled mass. And, right. And they're still all over each other. So, oh, that's, yeah. you know, you can you can do things for the humor of it or the dramatic spin of it or the understanding that, you know what, there's a there's a certain level on which most creation meet. You know, survival is one of those levels. And if you give yourself enough time to get to know the other entity you might find other reasons to live in in harmony in some way, shape, or form. True, there's, true, there's that true. message there on you know both films. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, you want to do one more? 
Yes, but let's do it. Um, I'll throw an idea on. You build on it. I'll build on yours, and we'll do that uh, five builds each. So we'll come up with uh, that's five. Uh, ten. Oh, that's five dollars. No, that, that's <laughs> collaboration, folks. In case you know, when you're working with, you're collaborating with another writer, like Chris and I have done in the past. Um, that's that's how some of this works, and you know there are different ways that that'll work. But we'll talk about that another time. Okay, so Chris, you 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 go first. You throw, and I'll I'll jump. All right. Um, Unless you want it the other way, I'm sorry. I I assumed it does. I, it doesn't make a difference. Okay. Uh, whatever you feel like. Um, you just worked a lot, so. Um, I want to try and go somewhere we haven't gone yet. So um, boldly go where? Yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. So let's go. Um, let's go, Mets. Um, you know what? Um, we agreed to stay away from pandemic. Yes. Yes, we did. All right. So I have to re. re Rekindle myself. Okay, so um respects to Amazon. Uh, <laughs> sorry. All right, so we're going to create two heroes. Mm, okay. Each having the worst superpower we can come up with. <laughs> okay. And they have to save uh, Jersey City. You know Jersey City a little bit, right? Yes. So superheroes in Jersey City, uh, New Jersey, and they have to save the city. <laughs> from swamp ass. <laughs> okay, well, good. He's the villain. Yeah. He makes everybody sweat. That's an interesting... Uncomfortable to the point of dehydration and death. Ah! So we ah. have to defeat swamp ass. Okay. So you come up with a hero, I'll come up with a hero. Uh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> we're going to time swamp this? ass. Okay, I'm going to give myself... A minute to come up with my hero. So let's see here. Um, I do the same. Okay, so let me know when you're ready. <laughs> okay, okay, I got a terrible, terrible, terrible power. All right, go ahead. Go. Okay, so let's see here. Um, I've got. Um, Okay, so the, the first word of the name is spelled D-A, duh, and the second uh, word of his or her name is skunk. The skunk. The skunk. Oh. And the, this character's ability is to create the most extreme stink that you could possibly imagine times 10, and that's at low power. It knows, the character knows that it could actually go super skunk or super stank, but has never been able to achieve it. Okay. Somehow doubt or whatever messes with it, and it's he, he or she has never been able to achieve it. 
And 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 so it's it's always stayed at that level. It started out at that level where whenever it went out in public or went to a party or something like that when it was younger, people just go, <laughs> what's that odor? What's that odor, man? But then as it got old, especially after it went through puberty, then this would come and go and just mess with people. So that's that's mine. That's mine. That's one minute. All right. Now, my character is the Stank's older sister. <laughs> the only one who has sympathy for him and who loves him. Her name is Carrie. And Carrie. her family name is Oakley. Carrie Oakley. Oh, jeez. And her power <laughs> is she can remember and sing any lyric from any song, and if she sings it at you, you get the feels. She really, really can make you feel that. Feel that song? So, but, huh? But she can make feel you that feel that song. Like if, uh, if, um, you know, uh, if they sing a whole note, right? Or, uh, uh, Barry White. So oh, you get that feel. Yeah. You get that feel. Oh, uh, you 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 have to succumb to that that feel. You know. Uh, so like, uh, if you were to sing Nazareth's "Love Hurts" at somebody, they'd break it. They'd, they'd feel the full effects of heartbreak. There you go. Okay. 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 So now. Carrie Oakley and the Stank have to save Jersey City from swamp ass. <laughs> People, if you read any of our books, you will you will truly appreciate the fact that this this moment right now is not anything we've ever thrown at you before. You'll go, oh my god, what are they doing? This is not the kind of material we have produced, you know, for the marketplace. But but, but it follows it follows this kind of uh, method of working that we have done before. You yeah, know? absolutely. Uh, so then we would play. Now we have set ourselves up with a challenge. Okay, how do you make swamp ass? You know, you can introduce him for laughs, but then you have to make the reader experience the horror of what it would be really like for the city to succumb to, to his powers. Right. To watch people you dry know? up like that and fall to the ground withered and, you know, basically, you know, we're, like what, 100 moisture? You know, like those politicians who say they didn't have coronavirus, right? Just yeah, well, be all that kind of... It's terrible. Um, <laughs> yes, really. Yeah. He said we were going to do that. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and then to get the point where you dehydrate and then it gets really dangerous when people start you know uh falling out and shriveling out they really. really need help yeah, moisture remain and, moisture huh i the the, the premise is the human body is is a large percentage of water right so once that drains out you you can understand that people are going to start to shrivel up it's going to be almost mummified in a lot of ways yep. that's what you're looking at it becomes at. a real horror show Right, and it becomes, you know, what's what's this character's range? You know, we would start looking at, just like uh, we were saying before, we would look at the characters, at their, their strengths and weaknesses. Uh, we would look at their background. You know, even if we're doing this for fun, and that's, that's the thing, the genre and the tone, all of these things you can determine as you're putting together your story, but the process is very much the same. 
You still need to know your characters, understand where, where they fit in your plot, how they advance your plot. Yeah. Um, and, and certainly the more you come up with, the more the initial plot that you came up with might alter, you know, lengthen, shorten, go in a completely different direction. Uh, you know, having a character that can stink up a place can be funny, and it can also, if you want to go for that moment of, of drama, and what is it like to have grown up always being the reject, always being the character that nobody wants to be around? Even if they like you, they still, no, man, I can't. I just can't, right? So what's, and, what's and, life to be like? And how do you take that very, very negative aspect of yourself, the, the aspect of yourself that you most want to hide, and figure out a way to use it for good because, you know, the people need it. Yeah. And, you know, and that's... The, no, go ahead. Well, I mean, that's a great challenge. And, and we have some built-in character stuff because they're brothers and sisters. So they're yeah. going to know each other's, you know, inside and out. And they'll have the brother and sister kind of... Uh, dialogue going, and at the same time, they believe in each other. You know, they would ex exchange um, ideas on how to defeat this guy. Yeah. I mean, I think the opening would be um, maybe some kind of gathering of uh, in Jersey City. We'd have to research where people would gather. Maybe there's a park there, you know, and they're, they're, uh, either there for a summer concert or for, um, you know, we can figure out the event, right? Well, but yeah, you that's have a big research. crowd. That's and, a research. And let's think, let's think a park about the size of a square city block. Mm-hmm. And he makes, he makes all of them sweat, right? They're having a great time. Then they start to sweat and they sweat more. And then it's just pouring out of them. The point where you know the, the cops come, the emergency services come. You know the mayor who was um, uh, kind of presiding over the event. He's mm -hmm. freaking out, and you know it's weird because he's not sweating. So this now when we're thinking swamp ass can can control it to the point where he can victimize some and not others. Right. Oh, and here here's a scene. Here's a scene for you, and you could put this before the scene that, that Chris has described, because sometimes you want to start your thread out small and, and unannounced, and, and it sort of comes out of left field, it comes as a shock. So I would take some of what you just said, you know, maybe it's a, a nightclub or a small event somewhere, and it's indoors, I envision it indoors, maybe nighttime, but definitely indoors, indoor lighting, uh, like an arena or something like that. So the lighting is focused predominantly uh, on whatever is happening in the center. And, you know, there's people, the crowds are making these noises and everything, and the vendors are on the outside of the event, uh, and they're hearing all the noise, and they're talking over, and then slowly but surely they're starting to hear uh, 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 sort of murmurs, and it's not as loud, and then they're hearing screams and coughs and things like that, and then dead silence, and they walk in, run in to see what the heck's going on. It's weird. And they're surrounded by these drained, mummified bodies, and they're wading through the fluid. Well, that's interesting. I, I would add to that, if they're the, the uh, like refreshment stands out there, mm -hmm. there's a run on sodas and waters and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. 
Why are we getting so swamped? And then they can't drink fast enough, and they start seeing them mummify or like, water's dripping out of them, and 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 then they say, "What the hell?" So that's for some that's, reason that's, now that's, we're thinking maybe a, a solid wall stopped and therefore saved those people who were at the uh, counters working. Right. You know? Well, so, so you've you got to, different ways of approaching that, and I would almost do that. I would do. Um, for me, and again, this is this is what writers do. They go back and forth. And I would do the shocker first, then what Chris just suggested, and then the bigger event where now it's blackmail. Because one of the reasons that he doesn't take out the politician, the, the, right. or at least the head politician, is see what I can well, do. Now let's well, talk. Let's, let's play with it. Your let's play with. You said a club, right? Yeah. Club or a I concert. Scare or, people first. Uh, I want to freak you people know, out. And scare them. If we do the club, right, then the bar would be on the wall of the club. Right. Opposite the dance floor, opposite the DJ, and then they would be affected. So if we start from, say, two bartenders' point of view and set up the club and then sweat and then, oh, they can't get enough drinks, they don't want alcohol anymore, what the hell, we're not going to make any money. And then why are they sweating? And then they are sweating. <coughs> And they start saying, "Listen, this water's for me," and you know, and and then we see them describe the dance floor where it would be hotter. People just falling, just dripping. Then, like a you know, a flood of water coming out, and then, like you said, drying up, falling over, and then it happens to them. Mm -hmm. And see, mm -hmm. right? So no one survives. Um, then we open up to, uh, maybe a, maybe a, a news report and we're at, um, Carrie and, uh, the, the, the Stanks, uh, Carrie uh, house and they're watching it yeah. and, uh, they know they can't do anything. Yeah. And, and so this is, this is the thing because also as we're playing with the story, the genre that we would choose for a story like this would also affect how we set it up, how we present it to the audience. If it's I feel comic booky. What do you feel? Well, I'm. I didn't even. I didn't go with medium yet, but with genre, I was. I was initially thinking sci-fi, and then I went more towards supernatural. Not that it is a supernatural story, but that the opening for me would be scarier. Yeah. Yeah. Since there's no explanation, it would right. feel supernatural. Yeah. Right? Yeah, You're right. I'm with you 100% yeah. on that. Sure. So Definitely. that – and it also throws your audience initially because they're not sure what, what is going on. It's not right. crystal clear yet. And, and remember, folks, with the kind of heroes we have, there's going to be humor here. There's going to be comedy here. So we have well, – I mean, after a scene like that, going to their house or apartment or whatever – is a perfect opportunity to break the tension with some levity. Yep. And you make some stink jokes for this guy and all this stuff. And, it, you know, it's not body odor. It's the mutant power. Yeah. That is <laughs> yeah. not yeah. a superpower. Have you ever it's think no about... No explanation. Move out to that professor's house, please, man. Now just move off the neighborhood. Dog. Anyway, yeah. You want to consider this superpower, take that... Yeah, take that to... Professor... <laughs> uh, yeah, go hang no, out. That's funny. Just, that's funny, man, yeah. Get the heck out of here. But see, and again, 
in choosing your characters and their their lifestyle or their status, their social status, uh, their nationality, and the, all of these things begin to add, no pun intended, different color or texture right. or subtext to the tale. So this is how we work, you know, separately and together, mm -hmm. yeah. the way we approach stories. And as I said earlier, um, at the beginning of all this, before we went nuts, uh, these are things that you can do if you want to create your own story. You can take any of, of what we've just said. The same method works in any of these scenarios. Uh, coming up with an idea. And, and the, the two things we're doing is, one, we're, getting, we're taking it off the pedestal, right, and just making it us. Yeah. And we're just playing, you know, like with that house, with the scene with those two, a third, I want a foil in there with no powers, like the next door neighbor, a friend, maybe another brother or sister, I don't care, but someone who can say, oh yeah, well, well won't you two try and save the city? You can't, because you got, you got the worst superpowers in the world or something like that. And yeah. she sings at him and makes him feel heartbreak or whatever, and he lets a little stank go, so we could see a miniature demonstration. And right, right. Somehow, you know, well, we have well, huge questions. Tough. How yeah. do you... How do you put these two, they feel like kids, you know, like teenagers. How do you get them in a position when they, where they realize they're Jersey City's only hope? That's interesting to me. Yeah. And, and there's different and ones. this is how you do it, fellas. Ladies and, and gentlemen, a bunch of you questions. just keep asking questions. Right. There's a bunch of questions we haven't even begun to answer. And some of you may already be sitting there thinking of them. Well, you didn't say this. And how about that? And that's exactly a part of the process is asking and answering those questions. Um, and I was well, going to say, because we're, we're, we're almost at the hour, um, that we, we definitely think that, hey, you can use the methodologies that we've talked about. You can do this in your home. You can do this alone. You can do this with other people. You can do this on the web with someone else. Because, hey, if we're, you know, what do they call social distancing, well, we still have the phone. We still have the web. So we can, you know, we can use these things and just let yourself go. Don't judge. Don't be the editor and the writer. Don't be the editor and the creator. Just be the creator to start out. Right. Let's let it flow. No problem. Well, I like that better. I like it better than let it suck. Yeah. <laughs> let it flow. Just You know what Alex says? Just let it flow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, people. We've known each other many, many years. <laughs> All right, if so, I was Carrie Oakley, I would say, let it flow, let yeah. it flow. And I love your sister, Annie. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's why I chose Oakley, because she can be kind of a short shot with this ability. Yes. You know? Oh, fine-tuning it. Yes. Okay, there you go. There you go. I, All right, I, so, so maybe maybe people add on to that last story or whatever in the comments. That would be fun. Yeah, I, or, or even, you know, yeah, not only add on in comments, that's one way to go. You could also, um, you know, just give us an idea of what you're working on. Now, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Out there, yeah. Or what would you like us to do? What story idea would you like us to try and do that with? You want to throw some 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 little bits at us and say, what can you do with this wow. one? Hot shot, huh? Huh? Yeah. Um, give us a, a genre. What was it genre, character, scenario? Yeah, a genre, a, a, a genre theme, and theme. and come up with the characters on your own. So if you a genre and a theme, 
Okay, genre and a theme. And, yeah. and, and if we'll, you're not sure what we'll, we'll see if we can do this soon. Right. <laughs> if you're not sure what a genre and a theme is, I will add um, via our website. Um, I'm not sure how that goes with um, with uh, iTunes and some of the other platforms. But if you find us on WordPress or you find Tell the Damn Story on Facebook, you find this episode, which is episode 131, by the way. Holy cow. Yes. Holy, holy, holy artichokes, Batman. Um, if you find episode 131 on Facebook or on WordPress, uh, I will add with there. You'll be able to download a little PDF of a list of themes and genres. So that will give you a little springboard, a little something to look forward to. All right. And if you are artists out there and you'd like to draw a depiction of the stank and Carrie Oakley, <laughs> knock yourselves out. We will put it on yes. everywhere. We'll put it on Pretty Facebook, please. Instagram. With, make sure you make give us your name and stuff, and we'll give you a little promo. Yep, absolutely. We'll, we'll sing your praises. We'll sing your praises. Because Carrie will, Carrie will sing your praises. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> and on that note, folks, please do all the stuff we've asked and continue to... Tell the, the damn, damn story. Bye-bye, folks. Take care, Chris. Take care, Alex. Stay home. Wash your hands. <laughs>